Welcome Switched On Crew. Dan here with today's signals around the world needs to experience your creative potential just as much as you need to express it by becoming your authentic self. With me is Robin Clare, a best-selling Amazon spiritual author, coach, and more. A great quote from Robin in the episode, every moment is a synchronistic moment. We just have to open up to it to receive it. Come join us and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Switched On Podcast. Today we have Robin Clare with us. Robin is a best-selling Amazon spiritual author of several books. Most recently is Feast and Famine, Healing Addiction with Grace. Recovery and writing coach, and she's launching a new podcast, with all, which I'll let her share more about. Welcome, Robin. I'm excited to have you on the show today. Can you tell us a bit more about your background beyond my intro? Sure. Thank you, Dan, for having me on today. So I uh, spent the first half of my career in corporate America, but I basically had two personalities. One was my corporate warrior And then the other was a spiritual warrior. And the spiritual warrior was something that I could only do on the weekends. And somewhere towards the end of my corporate career, I just, oh gosh, I just had this desire to become my authentic self. Like I I was tired of being one person during the week, another person on the weekend, and I wanted to integrate them. So I, um, I started, instead of telling people what I did on the weekends, you know, like I making up things like I did the laundry, which hopefully <laughs> I did, but um, I was, I started telling them the truth. Oh, I went to a past life regression workshop, or I went and studied with this spiritual teacher. And inevitably when they pick their chin up off of their chest, <laughs> they said, Oh my God, Robin, let me tell you what I'm into. And that became my market research to come out of corporate America to begin as a spiritual business promoter because I, I need a bridge, right? I needed a bridge. So I'm thinking, well, why don't I help these spiritual teachers and wellness providers make a living doing what they're doing since I learned how to make a living in corporate America. And then halfway through years in, I had three retreat centers come and go. And then all of a sudden I hear, what about you, Robin? And I'm like, what about me? I'm very happy being the spiritual promoter. They said, you are the spiritual teacher. You are the spiritual author. You are the coach. And I'm like, okay. And so I started to open to that. I started to open to what is, um, what, what are my gifts? And one of the things that I discovered is that in my study of oneness, which is the idea that we are all of the same source, right? We're all sparks of the divine. I came into this energy that enabled me to hear messages from any level of the divine realm, all the way to the top. And I thought, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe I'm hearing these things, right? Like, you know, I think in the old days, it never ended well for anyone that could (laughs) do that. But but I'm like, why am I able to do this? And I realized that because I was so embracing the concept of oneness. So then the first person to come in and ask me to write was 
a being of light that I call Yeshua, but most people call him Jesus. And he asked me to write a book with him called Messiah Within, um, A Guide to Embracing Our Inner Divinity. I put that out. Then it came back two years later and basically told me I wasn't living those teachings. (laughs) (laughs) So then I wrote another book called The Divine Keys, like a, a contemplative book to get you on the path of your own to be able to live your divine life. And when I say divine, what I mean, the difference between spirituality and divine, spirituality is when you're learning the teachings, when you're still healing, when you're really focused on your own inner development. Divinity is when you come into acceptance that you are the spiritual teachings, that you are a part of and all of all being right? The whole shebang, the universe, you're, you're part of this. You're, you live the law of attraction. You live all of these things. You are not suffering anymore. And, um, and so with that, I, so I wrote that book. And then of course, once I started getting better myself, then Sophia came in and she is, um, she is better known as the Holy Spirit. And she asked me to write Feast and Famine, Healing Addiction with Grace, which she, when she blew my mind, my cauliflower moment, my number one cauliflower moment, when she told me that we, there's only one addiction on the planet and that's to suffering. And then we choose our substance or vice to, to make us feel better from our suffering. And so if we can learn to heal our trauma from our past, then we can move out of self-loathing back to self-love. And when you're consistently in self-love, then you're consistently in a grounded recovery. And so you had asked me about my podcast. My podcast is a conversation for people at that stage, when they're really grounded in their recovery of what's next, like, so I'm hoping the podcast name is Recovery and Beyond, because, because I think when you're, when you're living recovery in your personal life, in your relationships, so with yourself, your self-care, with your relationships, when you're living recovery at work, and when you're living recovery in community, you can say, that you're in remission from recovery like and remission we know can something can return you could have a life-altering event that unfortunately may knock you back but I don't I've never seen it happen in the people that I think are in remission from recovery these long long term grounded solid people who are just have become their recovery right the, the tenants of it and wellness and integrated integrated life. And, um, and so I wrote that. And now I just wrote another book. It's actually with the being created into an ebook called King Solomon Speaks. So that's who came next. And basically, he's asking his spiritual warriors on the planet to become divine warriors. And when that happens, there'll be a tipping point on the planet where the rest of humanity will rise into higher consciousness living. So that's a meditation book. It's a series of seven meditations to move the spiritual community to a divine community, to move from just, um, as I said earlier, you know, just as a, from a student to a teacher, from, from trying to understand the teachings to embrace 
protecting them from having suffering be an option for them to suffering is no longer an option because it doesn't really exist in the divine realm. So it's like living. So the best way I can say it when you move from a spiritual warrior to a divine warrior is that you're living heaven on earth. You're not waiting to go to heaven right. to have whatever we're promised up there. It's here now. And, um, and so that that's my book that will be coming out momentarily. Neat. And, uh, and then I have two more books at the back door that are knocking. And uh, one is a book on how to use writing as a recovery tool. And the other is from one of the female apostles to Jesus. And that concept itself is radical because we didn't know there were female apostles. And so it's about, uh, it's called the reluctant mystic. It's about when you're afraid to embrace everything that you know about your divine nature and everything that you're here to teach. So I'm going to, I know I got more books to write, which is good. And that's where I'm going. Wow. Really neat. The the last one, the reluctant mystic uh, kind of makes me think of, kind of all of us in a way are reluctant mm-hmm. mystics where we just don't yeah. really, really understand that we have these powers uh, within us. Oh, so understand that because I think that again, it was so cute, everybody before. So in Dan's um, podcast, he likes to ask us about cauliflower moments. And I was working on that before the podcast and I just kept writing and writing because, <laughs> because life is, can be one big cauliflower moment when you realize something and then you just have to dive deeper to, um, to, to get to that. And um, yeah. So one of the things, you know, we were talking about earlier, Dan was this idea of synchronicity, right? Yeah. Another good topic, like synchronicity is, um, is coincidences with, with spirit involved. <laughs> you know, they're, they're sort of guiding them. Um, and so one of the things that we said is that every moment is a synchronistic moment. We just have to open up to, um, to receive it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the same thing with all spirituality, it is available to every one of us. We just have to ask, we just have to have our, be in awareness and we just have to be willing to receive it. And I say willing to receive it, willing to receive grace, because it must be allowed. Um, it's, it's always out there. It's around us all the time, 24-7. But sometimes we don't feel good enough to re- that, that grace is available to us. So I'm saying to you, if you don't feel good enough to receive grace, then you, you need to do some healing work with a, with a, you know, a professional person so that you can accept the grace that is just in your, in right around you all the time in your field of energy is grace is just there waiting, waiting for you to ask, waiting for you to accept it. Neat. The, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, in your earlier introduction part, you talked about, you know, the desire to be your authentic self and, mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions I want to ask you is what do you think is the most misunderstood thing around that? Um, when you talk about, uh, people pursuing this authentic self, uh, path. I think the most, the, the thing that's most misunderstood is that they actually think they know what that is. Yeah. Like, because most of the time we're looking at that from an ego perspective. 
right? We have so many influences on who we're supposed to be, like our parents telling us who we're supposed to be, our partners, society, right? When I say authentic self, what I mean is who, what is my soul's purpose for being here? Yeah. Right? How do I live that? How do I, because my whole body of work is based on this idea that we are a soul being having a human being experience. But the way the human being part is so dense, and I don't mean dense stupid, I mean dense energy. <laughs> and, um, and so we tend to put that, until we know better, until we awaken to the idea that we're a soul being, we tend to make the um, human being part of us the highest priority. And so once we understand that we are a soul being, that's what I mean by our authentic self. How can I live in alignment with my soul's desired destiny for this lifetime? That's the question we need to keep asking ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, a, it's a great nuance that you're high, highlighting there. Yeah, because I think that's the difference, at least for me, and when you live in alignment with your soul's destiny, your life becomes magical. You're not uh, doing that striving, striving for success. Success just unfolds in front of you, right? Like when you, when you know, you know, when you say I'd like to live in alignment with my purpose, please bring me what is in my highest and best good. Yeah. Then the opportunities come to you instead of you, you know, running after them, right? So I'm not being naive as a person who owns her own business. And yes, marketing is very important. I don't want people to think that they can just take a piece of this is because this is what was wrong with the book and the movie, The Secret. It said that you could just write on a piece of paper, I need a million dollars and stick it under your pillow, <laughs> Right. Right. That's not how it works. If you desire to have a million dollars, you need to envision yourself having a million dollars. What will your life look like? And then what are the steps that you are going to take in order to get to that million dollar place? Right. And once your soul, your, I call them your soul's collective, all the beings that are assigned to help your soul in this lifetime see that you are really serious about that, that goal and you are holding the vision for it. You're feeling it. You're feeling what it feels like and you're walking towards it. They're like, oh, let's bring it towards you. And then you meet in the middle and it's there. Right. And so that, that this is a real core teaching of, of the law of attraction, Abraham Hicks, that all of these desires are held in what's called our vortex. It's like a little vault of all of our desires. And when 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 the, when the energy, the universal energy sees that you're holding the thought, you're holding the feeling, you're believing it, you're taking action, then they say, oh, let's take a um, let's let's do a withdrawal from from Dan's vortex or Dan's vault and bring it to him. And that's when you see things start to happen because you're living in alignment with your greatest desires. Yeah, it is. Um, it's so interesting when you, when you look at that alignment and how it gets off track. The, the interesting thing I, 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 I share with some people is I look back 
And as a you know, 16 year old kid, I was a, a nature lover, a water lover, just completely an outdoors person. And then I, I had a fateful discussion with my high school counselor that said, hey, man, you're really good at math. You should go be a, a, an electronic engineer. And so I then pursue you know, electronic engineering through college. And you know, it's not till years later that I go, wow, I should have been a park ranger or a coast guard or something that was way more aligned with what I really felt and sensed. But I got on this track that led me down this very, very different uh, set of outcomes. But I was always longing for the outdoors. I was always longing to get back to nature. And it's all a really, it's amazing the fine line of when you're not really on your soul's purpose and how you can get off track uh, really amazes me. Well, and I would say this too, so that people understand this and every experience Every experience on our on our journey in this lifetime, because our soul is leading the way, every experience serves. Yes. So think about all those. Now you're a podcaster in a world that requires a real deep knowledge of technology and softwares and different things. And that part of the podcasting world is easy for you, right? right? Because you have this background that, that, that um, just it really served. And so what was really great though, Dan, is that somewhere along the line, you must've said to your soul, I'm going to get back. I want to get back to what is real for me. Right. I want to have more moments outside. So even though you're not a park ranger, you probably have more time to be outside and doing things now. Yes. Right. Yes. So you did get back to it. So I want to say to, you know, my dad told me I could be an accountant, a lawyer, or a doctor, does it? Dentist too, he was a dentist. <laughs> I could be a dentist, I could take over his practice. So what did I choose? I, choose, I chose accounting because it was the least amount of school. But I had no idea that, so then in my corporate life, I started moving towards human resources and I had a wonderful human resources background. And so then coming out of, out of corporate, I had this outstanding human resources background and this outstanding accounting and finance background. And now as an entrepreneur, I need both of those as a life coach, as a business coach, as a recovery coach, as a writing coach, all the coaching that I do, I need to help people to look at what they're doing with their life. Because the worst thing we can do, I think, is if we as entrepreneurs, um, we have to value our our businesses like a business. We have to treat it like a business. Right. And sometimes when we come out of the corporate world, we're so tired of that, that we're just like, oh, I'm out of that. I can just have my own business. And then we forget that it's a business, right? And we're not running it like a business. And so for everybody that's coming out of corporate America on some way, shape, or form and beginning your work as an entrepreneur in the field that you most love, don't forget that. Don't forget that this is still a business and run it like a business so that you don't move into a place of lack and then then you're just trying to always catch up with yourself. Because I will say that I forgot that for many years. 
I forgot that I that it was a business, my business, because I was so tired of the corporate world. You know, I was a woman, young woman in the 80s coming into corporate America. That was not easy. And I worked with uh, a lot of senior executives and that was not easy. And so by the time I got out, I'm like, geez, I just I just want to rest in my business. I'm telling everybody, don't rest in your business, rest on the weekends. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, don't work hard, hard. You don't have to work hard. Just work in alignment with your plan for your business and your, and your soul's plan and the money will follow. Oprah always said that, right? Do what you love and the money will follow, but do what you love in a, in a disciplined way and the money will follow. Yeah, that's a really good distinction. Um, the soul's journey that you talk about and everything has its purpose yes. um, is something I so really resonate with um, that line of thought and really do believe that you know our soul is here for its own unique journey. And every one of these things, when I look at the journey from electronic engineering, I use that now in the last company, which was a human resources company. I looked at everything around the enterprise, around energy and around how all the uh, energy was used and not used correctly in the organization. I look at my personal uh, food and eating plan, and it's all driven from my engineering school thermodynamics and looking at energy. So there's no yeah. doubt that I, I, I've been on the right journey for my soul. And yes. it's, it's all waypoints that I needed to, to progress. So. And I think, I think you know, uh, this, is a, this is an important point too. If it's not on your soul's journey and you're trying to do something, you're going to have a lot of resistance there. Yeah. Right? Like you may not get that job or you, because there's a better one coming. <laughs> Right. You, you know, so when things, when things don't happen for me, I, it's kind of silly, but I almost get excited because I know that something else is coming. Yeah. Like maybe I misunderstood some direction that I received in my meditation or in my inner work. And I jumped the gun because, well, I might jump the gun sometimes because, because when I hear a message, I used to, say they'd say do x and i'd be like when how high should i jump right like what should i do you know should i drop everything else now what i say is thank you for that guidance when the divine timing is correct i'm sure it will start to fall into place so divine timing not everything that you receive as a message or that you're guided to do is meant for this moment in time. It could be that there that you're being shown, your soul is showing you something that's coming in the future, but what can you do to get ready now? So when the timing, and because if it's not, if the timing isn't right now, it won't actually happen. Right, right. Right. And, you know, have you ever heard that expression? Um. You know, because what happens is when you're not following your soul's guidance, the same crap in your life keeps coming back. Right? You're like, why am I, why am I, why is that happening again? Why don't, why am I getting that lesson again? 
so there are lessons and and things that we have to learn in this lifetime that until we get them, they will keep returning. So that's another good reason to find out what your soul is trying to say to you. Yeah. Um, because you want to learn your lessons and move forward, yeah. right? So that you can move on to the next the next lesson. I think it's one lesson after the next. I don't think we're ever done with the lessons. No. But when those ones that keep repeating themselves. You're like, what the heck is going on? And I know everyone listening knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, I right? definitely know what you're talking about as well. <laughs> um, that, but, but when that when it happens again, if you hear yourself saying, why is this happening again? You need to then ask yourself, what is it that this experience is trying to teach me? Right. Right. And once you understand what that is, it won't continue to happen again. You can move forward with your life. Yeah. Well, great. You know, we've got, uh, I got two, two last questions for you as we start mm-hmm. to, Good. We, you and I could talk for hours. There's no doubt about it. The uh, one question I have is sometimes I've heard people say, man, you know, just where do I start? Like, this is a, you're talking about big things and how do I get started? Yes. How do I, you know, engage um, in discovering my authentic self. Can you give people a couple of uh, insights there? Yes, I'm thinking how can I, how can <laughs> I uh, explain that to people? One of the things I, I would say is look for the patterns. Yeah. Right? I would sit down with, sit down with a pad and a pencil and start looking at the patterns of your life the good ones and the not so good ones. Um, For example, if you've had a lot of um, uh, pain in your life, you'll be able to see a pattern of when that pain started and how it keeps manifesting in your life. And maybe you need to understand what is the lesson that this pain has for you. And maybe you can then say to the pain, once you understand that, can I give you a new job? Right. Like I had a I had ang- lingering anger in my life. And I said to my anger, okay, now I know you and now I know why you're there. <laughs> How about if you if I give you a new job, instead of being anger, which prevents me from um being in collaboration with others, how about if you become the passion behind my collaboration? Right. So that you help me be to be more productive and more passionate and let the anger go. So that's the one side, right, where you might have things happening in your life that are painful or traumatic. On the other side are good things. Right. Start looking at the things that made you really happy. And what 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 was it about those? What were the attributes about those things that made you really happy. And what you'll begin to see if you if you connect the dots of those, you'll be able to you'll you'll see in there your soul's purpose and what really lights up your soul. Because when you see things that really light you up, that's part of your soul's purpose. Yeah. When you see things that give you pain, that's part of your soul lessons and they shouldn't be ignored, but you shouldn't live by those. Right, because yep. you have an opportunity to come over to the other column and do more things that light you up if you can understand what's causing you pain. And so 
that's a really good activity. Look at your life, really, honestly, with a paper and a pencil. Or you can use, uh, you can type it, I guess. But paper and pencil to me is always more fun. And see what's lit you up. And when you connect those, and also, everybody, I um, have a free 30-minute session on my website that you can sign up for, um, clarity.com, C-L-A-R-E dash ity.com. I'd love to discuss this with you. I'd love to listen to your life and help you because I do have a gift of connecting those dots between things that light you up to say, what about considering this? Because just really, I think what's important is what you said, Dan, and, and when we were talking about it, how everything, all these experiences that we've had bring are all bringing us to this exact moment in time. Every one of them served. Every one of them is part of the, the, the cohesive person that you've become yep. and the person that's going to move forward. So don't like leave those in the past, take them with you, but integrate them and then say, wow, look at, look at what I know. Look at all the things that I know. Look at what I've experienced. I'm ready now for the next leap on my on my soul's collective but i mean excuse me on my soul's journey but at the same time on the other column you really need to do the healing work on the painful experiences or they can become um something that blocks your potential great well thank you for that the you're welcome um last question um we've already touched on it but i usually ask people about a cauliflower moment where They've, you know, uncovered a, a belief or an area that they've deeply questioned. You've mentioned a couple of them throughout this. Did you have any? Yes, uh, I any do. Other? I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at my list that I made <laughs> and I want to, I'm going to combine two. One is, I think it's really important for everyone to know that if you're looking to connect to your spiritual team, your angels, your, your um, spirit guides, your deceased loved ones, ascended beings, you must know that they only live in the present moment. Yeah. And so if you're living in uh, regret of the past or fear of the future, you cannot access this incredible unlimited resource that is available to your life. And, and another important piece of that is you have to ask for help from your spiritual team. They are available to you 24 seven. They're just waiting for you to ask. What I have come to understand is that they just can't intervene um, because we have free will. So you need to ask for help, but you need to ask for help in a, from the grounded present moment experience, stay as present as you can and open your heart and ask for help. That's great. Well, thank you for that. I love the the present moment awareness is something that I notice with myself that I really strive, but you're constantly in this flashing in and out where you're trying to look back or you're trying to think about and it's like, no, yes. no, no, be centered right now. And centered right now. Because neither one of those exists. Yeah. The past doesn't exist and neither does the future. The only thing that really exists is the present moment. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not, you know, that, so if you want to get anything done in your life, stay here. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Well, really appreciate your time. I know you mentioned uh, how to have people contact you through clarity. Uh, yes. Okay. Clarity.com. C L A R E dash I T Y.com. I'm on Instagram clarity by Robin and Facebook clarity with Robin. Great. Well, I'm looking Thanks. forward to your King Solomon book and podcast thank you. Thank you. as you bring it to market. <laughs> so really appreciate your time and thank you. And Dan, thank you so much for having me on.